Welcome to the Kevin and Philip Project, a podcast with two guys who love to eat, travel, talk sports, and have no idea how to raise teenage girls. Coming to you live from Salina, Kansas. Here are your hosts, Kevin and Philip. Philip and I would like to thank our sponsors for this podcast. Our first sponsor is Rustin Leonard at Thrivent Financial. Thrivent helps its members be wise with money by offering guidance on sharing, saving, and spending. Thrivent, a non-for-profit membership organization that serves Christians, has helped its members protect their families and make wise money decisions for more than 100 years. If you're looking for some financial advice, especially in times like this, give Rustin a call at 785-822-0653. We will also post a link on our Facebook page to connect you to Rustin. I also want to mention our other sponsor for this podcast project, Long MacArthur Ford here in Salina, the easy way to buy a car. Go check them out at www.long-macarthur.com, or you can go to our Facebook page to find their website. If you are in the market for a car but don't want to risk going to a car lot quite yet, they also have a great internet department. Welcome to episode 16 of the Kevin and Philip Project. Still no coronavirus on this side Healthy. of the table. Healthy Still over good. here. Well, first off, what I'd like to do in this episode, we're going to get into some more coronavirus stuff. But uh, before I do that, I want to uh, say congratulations to all the 2020 graduates out there, uh, both from a college and high school standpoint. Congrats to our, our special guests from two weeks ago, Chloe and, and Cameron, for, for both graduating. And uh, for those of you that graduated from college, KU football coach Les Miles has a, a quick little message for you. Way to go. Way to go. That's a degree. One key piece to your time here. You were going to be here. The line where it says get in line for a job with a degree or no line at all, you'll be in that line with the, hey, I got the degree. And go Jayhawks. There you go, Coach Les Miles. I don't know why they let that guy have a social media account. There's actually a longer video I'll have to show you later on that, but that one's one's kind of a short one that people were making some funny videos about. So the other thing I wanted to mention before we uh, start getting into some things is, uh, you know, we've had some contests, as as some of our listeners have have been involved in, and uh, definitely want to congratulate congratulate, excuse me, Chris and and Katie, who have, have won our first two contests. I'm hopefully going to be able to pick up those prizes here pretty soon and, and get those out now that people are starting to get back out and about. And uh, as soon as I do, I'll get those to you, and we'll have a couple more contests going on our Facebook page. So if anybody has any idea for some contests or anything like that, let us know. Be happy to uh, to uh, run another contest for some prizes. But uh, that's going to bring us to, uh, I guess let's just jump right into to the coronavirus stuff. We're starting <laughs> to... Uh, Starting to open up a little bit. Some things have changed. Uh, Philip, I know you had some things you'd like to to talk about and get off your chest, so I'll let you go ahead and, and kick it off. Oh, my smallest bit of frustration is we were we Monday had a Hal, my son, had open heart surgery a few years back and uh, had a valve replaced, and we called ahead and said, we go to Oklahoma. He had Oklahoma Children's, which they did a great job. He's healthy and all that. But, but once a year we go back and they do an EKG and listen to his heart and everything and so we had to go to mercy in oklahoma city and um, we called ahead of time and said we can both go in because lisa doesn't like going in by herself because she has been by herself once before whenever they 
popped right up and said he's going to have to have open heart in the next yep. couple of weeks, so she doesn't want to be by herself. And, of course, the nurse said, oh, that's fine. So uh, we had girls with us. We spent the weekend at the lake, uh, drove over to Oklahoma City from the lake on Monday morning. Can't find a door to get in the place. Oh. No, every door is sealed shut all the way around the Mercy Hospital. And I said, boy, there's not very many cars here. So we get up to the front, and there's a huge congregation of people standing around the front door. Of course, no one has masks on or anything. They're just <laughs> congregating at the front door. And uh, we bucked our way past them and got up to the to the uh, gateway. They had two tables set up with a couple of nurses sitting there. And the nurse says, uh, sorry, but only one, one adult can go in with a minor. So you're going to have to leave. Prior to Lisa going in, she... Uh, she had to be tested and put on a right. face mask, all this kind of stuff. The funny thing about that story is we had just dropped off four girls at the mall. They were w- welcomed into the mall, open arms, which <laughs> you would think if there's going to be any spread anywhere, it's going to be at the mall and not at the hospital where everybody's being monitored. But anyway, I didn't get to go into his appointment. As I said, everything turned out fine, but it's just Good. funny how one you know, one place it's fine, the next place it's not. I yeah. think it's just turned into the most ridiculous <laughs> bunch of crap yeah. that's uh, ever we've ever had to deal with. And I do realize that it's a serious illness, and if you get it, you're gonna you could you could uh, you know, as I said before, my friend Darren Fowler from down in Asher got really sick and was in the hospital for a couple of weeks. Thought he was gonna die because of yep. it. So it is serious, but uh, that's one guy. Uh, the, yeah. That the you know the rest of us he, he could have got the regular flu he could have got hit in a car wreck and, yeah. I mean there's so many things that the ifs and wins of, but the the way that we're handling uh, leaving it open or closing and one state handles it different from another state and I've talked to Kevin about this this week I mean they've just basically opened up in Oklahoma I went by the Shangri La pool this weekend drove drove by and looked up there and the pool is just packed full of kids yep hundred kids out there in the pool you know and so. I evidently that pool's immune to it where the uh, Salina public pool is. <laughs> yeah. Must be a carrier of the virus. Down well, there. and it's that's an interesting point. I mean, you, you've been down to Oklahoma. I, I haven't been able to go down there because we haven't been traveling for work. So I my understanding from talking to customers and, and vendors and people that I work with is same deal. It's, you know, starting to open back up a little bit earlier. You know, it's interesting. Uh, you know, Oklahoma's starting to open up earlier. Um, Nebraska never really closed down. I yeah. mean, they've, they've kind of been open all the time. And here we are in the middle. And, and I, I, I can see the argument both ways as far as the governor goes. But, you know, the, the phase 1.5 was kind of interesting because everybody got in a tiff over that. You know, everybody started throwing a fit about it. Well, then a week later, she's like, oh, let's just go on to phase two. We're done with this 1.5 stuff. Yeah. Oh, but we're going to change phase two a little bit. And it's... I get it. It's a, it's an ever evolving thing, and you've got to roll with it. And there's going to be some changes. But I saw today that the uh, World Health Organization just about six hours ago came out with a report stating that this just in the last 24 hours was the most cases they've seen worldwide of this virus in a 24 hour period. So it goes back to I can see both ways. I, I want the economy to get going again. I want these places to be open. Fortunately, I haven't had a lot of issues with the virus i mean i don't really know that many people that have gotten it um it has not affected me personally so it's easier for me to say that but it, it's interesting if if we're starting to see the cases uptick but we're just kind of, we're just fed up with it and we just well, the get numbers back open. the numbers tell you you know you you take cases not even deaths from it just cases in say in kansas 
it's point zero zero one of our population, right. and we've shut down our entire economy due to it. We've, uh, you know, these kids lost out. You know how many? You, I mean, the numbers. If you look at the World Health Organization's numbers, showing you kids under twenty who have even gotten it. It is such a small number that I would say more kids have probably gotten cancer during that time. I don't know those numbers, but I mean, I'm just going to tell you that it's it's it's, uh, it's perpetrated by somebody bigger than we are. Well, that's a, that's a, probably a, a a topic for another place in time. Uh, we've we've tried to stay out of politics on this <laughs> on this podcast as much as possible, but. You know that that's a that's definitely uh, something that's going to steer us right away from those bastards. <laughs> yeah, I just you know it's an interesting conversation yeah. to have, and and uh, I was talking to my neighbor just today about that, and uh, uh, you know there's a lot of politics involved in this stuff. I mean it's you know there people have all this cattle, but they can't seem to get it processed, and so now we have a shortage of meat. They're throwing milk out because there's so much milk, but you go to the store and the shelves are empty. There's oh, no I, milk I went there. by the uh, cattle barn, the last sale. I think sales on Tuesday maybe. I can't remember. But anyway, I drove out by there. You would not have believed how many cattle were out there for sale last just last week. So I was thinking, yeah. I don't know what the rest of the United States looks like at sale barns, but the slide sale barn looked like it was completely packed. So yeah. it's just kind of a funny thing. Now, there. The Governor Kelly is meeting with President Bush. I mean, President Bush, President Trump. <laughs> That's right why now. we're not getting into politics. President Trump right now, but and, and she was happy with the way that that they've gone forward with the meatpacking companies. How they're yeah. and I know from a personal view that, of what they're doing with the people um, down in southeast, uh, southwest Kansas, the meatpacking plants down there. They have people yeah. at the door as you're going in, checking temperatures, making sure you're wearing your mask. They have people walking around. So they've added a lot of extra employees just to do those things, right. which is a good thing. Yep. Uh, and I think they're doing it all the, I think around the country, every meatpacking place is doing that. Yeah. Well, it, if there's anything that, that I've realized over the past week is that I'm going to have to be more patient with things. We went to the uh, the YMCA, and we'll get into fitness centers being open and other places not, but we went to the YMCA here in town Tuesday, first time since they opened. Um, to be honest with you, there was not many people there, a handful of people there, which I was surprised. I thought there'd be a lot of people that were just itching to get back to the gym, and it would be somewhat busy, you know, based, I don't know what, yeah. if they're going to regulate things, but, uh, it, you know, with all the people doesn't don't really know what's going on everything's changed it, it's just a, a, a headache we we walked in on their facebook page it's explicitly stated that kids i don't remember kids over i think 12 maybe were able to be in there with a parent but you couldn't be in there by yourself unless you were 14 or over so we walked in first thing they did is they checked our we had to sanitize our hands they checked our temperature well, we had to go through, they have a new system, so we had to go through and give them driver's license, update all our information, take new pictures, all this stuff we had to go through. And it was a very, very, very slow process. One guy doing it. Then he asked us to write a check, and we said, well, we've been having it deducted out of our checking account monthly. I don't have any cash. I didn't bring a checkbook. I can't pay you right now. Yeah. Um, we figured out how to get around that. And then they told us Morgan couldn't get in there, and she was 13. I said, well, your Facebook page says that she can be in there. So they had to call the director, and then she let her in as long as she was going to stay with us. Then we had to go to another table where they told us, 
what we were supposed to do while we're there as far as six feet away, what different signs meant, stuff like that. So I've learned I'm just going to have to be a little more patient about stuff like this because nobody really knows what's going on. No, and everyone's got their own set of rules. So, you know, from place to place, the rules change. I walked into a McDonald's in, uh, I can't remember what town I was, somewhere on the interstate, uh, and it was open. Got into Tulsa and tried to go through, go to a, take all the kids to a drive through, and we tried three or four, and they still some places still only had. As a matter of fact, what I was trying to do was, uh, Cameron had told us about Canes, and I've never ate at Canes, so yeah. we went to go through the drive through at Canes, and it was wrapped all the way around the building. So we went oh, on. Oh, so but you still then, haven't tried then, it? Okay, so then we went to a quick trip just down the road a mile. Yeah, go in. All the hot dogs are sitting out and everything that you just make yourself. And we made our own yep. hot dogs <laughs> Yeah, with people standing around us everywhere. So yep. it doesn't make a lick of sense. How come I can make my own hot dogs, but a Canes can't open and make them for me? And I'm, maybe it's a corporate uh, decision that they're just not opening. And like I said, we went to the malls. The malls were back open in Oklahoma. And I went to two different malls during the week because we had all the girls with us. So they wanted to go to the mall. Um, at one point... The big stores like Von Mar, Dillard's, J.C. Yeah. Penney's, they were open. But when you got into the inside of the mall, a lot of the little stores were closed. Yeah. So I, di- I didn't really understand that other than the fact that they just maybe don't think that the number of people coming through the mall is enough to even warrant yeah. being open. Yeah, it could be a corporate thing, too. They just haven't opened those stores for the... Yeah. You know, keep their employees. I'm gonna I'm gonna one up your story on the on the hot dog at Quick Trip real quick. <laughs> so I don't I don't know if you've ever had sandwiches at Casey's before. Um, yeah. but I, I like I like some of their their sandwiches. I like their bread. Um, so this was a month ago or so I went in there and I went to order a sandwich and their make your or make your custom made sandwiches line was closed down. Like crap. That sucks. Okay. So the lady's like, well do you want a sandwich? I said yeah. She goes, well do you have the Casey's app? I said yeah. Well just order it on your phone. And then we'll make it for you. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do that. So I'm standing <laughs> next to the sandwich line, oh, placing the order on my phone. And I place the order, and I'm standing there. And so the, now the lady behind the counter that's making the pizzas and stuff, she's staring at me, doesn't say anything, looks down, cuts a pizza, puts it away, looks at me, doesn't say anything, goes, cuts another pizza, puts it down. Finally, about five minutes later, she's like, can I help you with something? I said, well, I ordered a sandwich, and I was, you know, just waiting for it. So I didn't get that order. So she goes over, and I'm thinking, oh, crap, did I, did I do the wrong Casey's or something? She goes over, looks at the computer. Oh, yep, there it is. It didn't ding at me. Well, then the printer didn't work. So all she did was she went over to the sandwich thing. what do you want? So I'm standing towards the end of the sandwich line just yelling at her. Jalapeno cheddar bread, foot long, cold cut combo, cheddar cheese. <laughs> so basically, I'm doing the exact same thing I would yeah. have done, but they asked me to place the order from the app. Now, what sense does that make that I can't stand there and place Someone the order? Someone above but... her said this is the way we're <laughs> going to do it. It's it's become a it's frustrating to me. It's become frustrating. Frustrating also just in the fact that the businesses have s- slowed down so much, and uh, and you know, like we've said, uh, 30 million Americans have gone, gone on unemployment yep. since this started. Almost 20% of our population right now, the working population, is drawing unemployment. I don't know what it's going to do to our future rates, but you've got to think that everybody's rates are going to be horrible in the next couple of years, for the next couple of years. Um, I think the Great Depression was the last time it was this bad. They got up to 25%. Hopefully it's turned around and it will never reach 25%, but I was reading that you know some of the lawmakers in Oklahoma and some of the businessmen um, – 
since they were opening a little bit earlier, and I'm afraid that that Kansas is going to feel this same thing. There are jobs out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got I've got two whiteboards full of jobs that it, yeah. just from Express. We can't get people to apply for them, and because they're drawing for you know if they're drawing unemployment or whatever, they're not going to take. Well, the attorney general came out today and had said, if a business is you know offering a person their job back, then the federal government will cut off that extra six hundred dollars a month if their job has been offered back. I think I read that a number of like two thirds of the people drawing the unemployment are making more on unemployment yeah. right now than they ever made working. So you um, you almost on their side, you feel like well, good for them for this yeah. one time in their life that they're gonna they're gonna be ahead. Uh, but they got to realize that's coming from somewhere, right? And so you got free money for a little bit. Now, if your job's back, you need to get back on your job. So you keep I keep saying we're not gonna get into politics, but you keep dragging me back into politics. Oh, that's not politics. <laughs> oh yeah, well, you and I've had this conversation many times before, and and obviously you're your profession is affected by that. But yeah, that, that drives me crazy. Uh, on, on the other side there, you know, there, one of the things, one of the industries that's hard, been hardest hit is, is obviously the, the restaurant business, waiters, waitresses. And I was, I was watching a, a video of a waitress a couple of weeks ago that was talking and I completely get her side of the story and understand where she's coming from. And it, it sucks, but she was furloughed or, or laid off from, not laid off. I'm sorry. She was furloughed. So yeah. she was still technically on the payroll. She was still getting paid from the restaurant, still getting, you know, that, that paycheck. But as you know, restaurants, their, their wages that they pay aren't very high right. because they work mostly on tips. So she's not in the restaurant getting tips. So that's gone. So they, they're recording, they're paying her two bucks an hour or whatever it is. And, and so that's still what she was getting. So she, they went and got a PPP loan. Right. And the PPP loan, they want you to continue paying your employees. So she's still getting a paycheck from the restaurant for her $2 an hour. Well, since she's still getting paid from the restaurant, she can't go file for unemployment or anything like that. So she's stuck making like $42 a week, and they won't lay her off because then they can't get the PPP money uh, interest-free loan. So they're keeping her on the payroll, but they do that. She can't go file for unemployment. So. That's, Every, that's a tough cotton, situation. The the way that the thing was written is just tough for good for some people and bad for others. And I guess that's the way everything always is. It's somebody's going to come out a winner and somebody's going to come out a loser. Yep. I, if they just get back to work, then they could everybody could be winners. Yep. Let them go back to. I uh, I was thinking I, we were. I've been in two places this week that um, a hairdresser. I didn't get my hair done, but there's a you know <laughs> I, I buzz mine. But there's a uh, a hairdresser that said that they really don't know what their restrictions are. Right. They just they said we've tried calling, but you know everybody's trying to call whoever the person is you call, and so they're just following as good a job as they can do. Right. Put on a mask, do your thing. It, and then I was in a restaurant here in Salina, and he told me he goes, "We really don't know what the rules are." Yeah, that's We're it. Just yeah. Uh, we're trying to do the right thing, but we don't even know what the right thing really is. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, harem scarum. And- well, if you look at the governor's plan, there's a lot of asterisks, but they don't say what those mean. There's a lot of, um, with exceptions, that phrase is used a lot, but it doesn't outline what those exceptions are. Um, obviously, Morgan's softball team, we've been wanting to practice. We were going to have practice yesterday. 
You know, we were expecting to be in phase two at this point, so we were golden as far as that goes. And then this 1.5 mess got thrown in there, and we were back to not knowing what's going on. And uh, so I, I asked somebody who would know, and I said, so is what if we go have practice, is this frowned upon or is this illegal? Because I can tell you by reading, it's hard to tell. I would think that it's illegal based on what I'm seeing, but are we like going to get fined or thrown into jail if we go have softball practice? And the answer I got was, if somebody calls and reports it and the police show up, they're going to explain the rules to you and then ask you to disband and leave. If you do not do so on your own, then fines will be handed out. But the thing about all that is, and this is, drives me crazy, you were talking about a pool. And I can't imagine those public pools, that anything can live in those pools with all the chlorine right. they dump in those things. How is it that I can go to the YMCA and stand there and work out on a Stairmaster with somebody right next to me, but to go out on a softball field where I've got, I don't even know how many square feet of space, wide open outside, is still illegal for me to do. Um, you know what, we were, I was teasing Cameron last week on here about tennis. You're, you know how far apart you are in tennis. Yeah. And um, I went by La Fortune Park, uh, I believe it was La Fort- in Tulsa, this Saturday or Sunday, Sunday. And uh, the tennis courts were packed. It even yep. looked like there was a uh, camp going on. <laughs> yeah. There were so many kids. And I, I can't imagine that many kids were playing tennis unless there was a camp or something. But but evidently tennis is fine there, but tennis isn't fine here. I, I, I don't well, get it. Well, you were just talking about playing golf. Yeah. The golf the courses Muni, have been packed. The, the Muni opened uh, yesterday. Yeah, two days ago. Yeah, yeah Monday. But, but yeah, the golf courses are packed. Yeah. So why can packed. you go play golf, but we can't go to the softball field and practice softball? I'll tell you this. I live near a hitting cage, you know, where I live, and uh, it has been packed yeah. every night. Oh, so Bill nobody's Burke's calling packed. in on yeah. anybody. No. no, Bill, and that's we're what – Their boys are hitting. Now, tell me, though, I don't have a kid that plays Little League sports – is sports out this summer? I mean, is there no? no. I mean, there's going to be sports. Okay. I, I firmly believe that. I don't know when. So, according to but leagues can be drawn up. Yes, they're starting. That yes. Kind of stuff. So the city of Salina said they're not going to do any leagues this summer. However, there's a couple of guys here in town that run some softball and baseball tournaments and stuff that have basically put an agreement together with the city where the city is going to do some small maintenance type stuff. They're responsible for the umpires. They're responsible for chalking the field, scorekeepers, alt lights, all that kind of stuff. Um, there's a cost associated with that, but they are going to have leagues. As far as tournaments go, I'll know more the next podcast. Um, we are scheduled to play in a tournament in Wichita a week from this coming weekend. This weekend's Memorial Weekend. It'll be the week after that. Um, it was going to be good with Phase 2. According to the rules, with one exception, and that was you could have groups of 90 when this tournament would happen. We'd be through the 30 into the 90 phase. There's going to be significantly more than 90 people. They're trying to limit. My understanding is how many people get in there by basically charging for passes, and then that team has discretion on who gets those passes, who pays for them, whatever. You're not getting into that facility without one of those passes. Okay. And it was like 25-ish a team, something like that. So about two parents a kid. Um, but I know families of like four and five that were going to have problems potentially unless somebody else wasn't going. I mean, I, I don't know. So as of right now, that tournament is on. 
Well, I've read that in McPherson there are t- tournaments scheduled that yes. will be played. Yes. So I don't know. Again, how how are they? And, and I'm I'm fighting against this now, I guess a little bit. But if you tell me I can't be in a group of more than thirty two weeks from now, and you hold a softball tournament where everybody's caged in, yeah. Th- I mean, you put two teams, two umpires, two coaches, a team. You're at twelve, twenty four. 20, you're at 30 people right there on the field with no parents watching. So obviously they're going to have significantly more than 30 people in a group. So how are they getting away with that if that's the case? Because it does say that tournaments are can be played, but then it says you're limited to 30 people in a group. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it, but we'll find out. Whatever they do, they just need to do it. Let's get going. Well, I did see one thing that you will be happy to know on the KDHE website when I was checking things out the other day. It says right on there that nasal hair waxing is discouraged since the nose is the first line of defense. Did you see the lady today explaining about tennis and she was saying to not touch the balls? And everyone, all the people in the, st- <laughs> yeah. in the stands started laughing yeah. at her. And she goes, oh, my, yeah. I stuck my foot in my mouth. So, well, we, you know, <laughs> we talked about some of the financial things. And, and you know, the, the big thing that you and I talked about that will be interesting to see is as we're opening back up, as we were talking about, it'll be interesting to see what places kind of do open back up, what don't open back up, how that yeah. changes a little bit. So, you know, after probably 25 years, I think, Jeff May started years ago, Mr. Good Sense in yep. Salina. Yep. After, and I don't know how many years ago that was, but it's way before I moved to Salina. And um, they closed last week. Final, this coronavirus, final nail in the coffin. And so yep. put the, they're out of business. There are no more Mr. Good Sense. I know that one because they're in my strip mall. I'd like to go around town when this all gets lifted and, and see, see how many yep. others may potentially not open back up because they can't be the only ones that have suffered bad enough to just say, I can't afford to do it anymore. I saw I saw that good sense. I saw it on Facebook that they had closed, and I thought it was interesting, some of the comments that were being made. Personally, I will miss the place. I ate there somewhat a lot. Um, I do like their sandwiches. I, I can argue that sometimes when you cut the meat so thin you can see through it that <laughs> you're kind of skimping me a little bit. But the bread, I mean, I, I like the place. Um, I, I'm assuming you probably go there. Often we being that it's right down I, the street. I like their bread. And, uh, yep. you know, once you get to know the folks that owned it, they're really good people. Well, that's where but I was but going. They're, but they're, sometimes they're abrasive. Oh. Uh, but, but they're really good people. Um, the man, I can't remember his name, but he'll, uh, he, he's at time hard to understand. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> but he's super guy. We had, a, we had a sales meeting one time for work and, we like to try to do that off campus if we can or out of our office so that we're not, I mean, we're, we're salespeople, so we're going to be bugged by the phone and, and email and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But tried to hold those distractions to a minimum if we can. And uh, the owners of our company are, are boosters of Kansas Wesley, and they all went to Kansas Wesley and got their degrees there. And so um, we have a room that we used to get at, at Kansas Wesley in a big board room basically with every wireless phones, whiteboards, everything we needed to do our meeting. And one day we ordered Mr. Goodsense a couple of platters for lunch. And they noon, you know, no problem. We called way early in the morning, no problem. Well, 11.45, noon, 12.30, 1 o'clock goes by. <laughs> we got no food. And so we finally called him about 1 and said, hey, where's the sandwiches at? And he's like, oh, we delivered them like an hour ago. Well, we're sitting here. There's no sandwiches here. 
So we did like a quest through the campus and ended up finding the sandwiches in a completely different room in a completely different building. Somebody Nobody around free there. Sandwiches. Not sandwiches. not only did they put the sandwiches in the wrong rooms, but they were nice enough to like get them out for us. Yeah. And put them on like plates and stuff, and then take the trays back. <laughs> so we had to did get. Did y'all just move your meeting over to that room? <laughs> yeah. Would have been the idea. Yeah, that was a fun just one. Just lucky the football team didn't find and, the. And sandwiches. they blamed us for telling him the wrong place to go. He was not not <laughs> friendly with us on the phone. Uh, well, I'm gonna miss having the business there. That's yeah. you know that's two restaurants in my strip mall that's no longer there. Um, prior to that was the uh, the Mexican. Oh, La Casita. La Casita. Or the La Casita. I, yeah. I, I yeah. ate a lot of La Casita. Oh, I love those beans. I, I still go to that one too. just for the beans. So, well, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, J.C. Penney's obviously filed for bankruptcy, so that'll be interesting to see here in town. What they haven't released the stores they're closing yet. Yep. Um, but as little traffic as our mall gets, I would I got to think that that's I, probably I, on the I chopping block. I think that block. would be the nail in the coffin for them too, and I hate that for our mall because our mall's getting down to yeah. Uh, there's nothing there anymore. It's not. So. It's not good for the mall, and I, I want the mall to be successful. But it's the mall business itself is a tough business. Now you'll go into Oklahoma City, and like we, I, we've talked about going over to uh, Kansas City, the one is it Oak Oak Park Mall, ninety fifth Bavaria. It is busy as yeah. uh, you oh, can't even find a Penn Square spot. Mall in Oklahoma City yeah. is always busy, yep. always busy. We went to Woodland Hills and Penn Square both this weekend, and. Not as packed as normal, yeah. But they're not going to hurt for business. They'll right. be back whenever we get back to normal. They'll be great. But Salina is just—it's just tough. We're probably just in the middle of being the right size community to support a lot of the smaller businesses inside the mall, and uh, with Dillard's gone and J.C. Penney's both and Sears, gone, that's that's yeah. bad. Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you this question: taking this whole coronavirus topic to a different different level, I guess. Um, one of the things that concerns me, and I'd like to get your opinion about this, is when I talk to people about it, is the distrust people have for whether it's the World Health Organization, whether it's just our government. And and I think part of that, in my opinion, is because there's so much, and, and we've talked about this multiple times on our podcast, about social media and the role it plays today right. in the news and who's reporting and who's a reporter. There's so much differing information or contrasting information out there that people don't know what to believe anymore. And right. I think that's part of the problem. Well, if you follow your, I don't know how you get real news anymore to tell you the truth. You could sit here and listen to me and Kevin and say that we are some kind of news broadcast, possibly if that's what you want to call it. It's really just entertainment. Yeah. Anything we say is yeah. not factual. Yeah. Don't, don't bet your savings on but, it. But we could say something and one person hear it and say, well, I heard yep. from, uh, from a podcast or whatever. So if you are going down and reading Twitter, you'll you'll see a that you know you know how people get on Twitter. I mean yep. they'll rip everybody. Um, but I, I saw a headline the other day that said, "As Trump reopens, is basically just a blast on Trump." It was reopen as he reopens factories, cases spike. You know. And the truth of the story was that there was a there one factory somewhere yeah. did. But they turn it; they make it look like, and I think that's just the media's job. Of course, you know the media's made a fortune off this. Oh, absolutely! It's the greatest thing going. Well, uh, and I tragedy think tragedy is 
good news. And, for the and I think a lot of what you see, depending on what station you, okay, here we go with politics again. But but it's really not politics. It's the way we live now. Well, right. But I mean, if you, depending on the news channel you watch and the news you're getting, it's a completely different story. Yeah. If you watch CNN yeah. or Fox News, it's com- you wouldn't even think those two place, those two news channels were on the same continent watching. No, or, or, or we're at the same press conference. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I mean, you do. You, they they spin it their way, and it's different. Right? Yeah. It's well, very frustrating. There was a, you don't know where to get your honest news, and I can't. We can't go hang out at uh, the World Health Organization and see what's going on. <laughs> I did look at the numbers. If you'll go to the World Health Organization's website, and it'll it'll list the numbers of cases. By country, and it and it'll start at the top and goes all the way down to the bottom of cases. The interesting thing, this is today I looked at it. In America, it's like two hundred and fifty thousand roughly right. cases. China's like less than a third. Right. You yeah. think that's true? No, not I at all. I don't think there's no. one word no. true to that. No, I think it's ridiculous. No, I would agree with that. But on the flip side of, uh, I guess, talking about that, the interesting over the last two weeks that I've seen is that states are changing their numbers on the deaths. So immediately somebody dies, it was a coronavirus or a COVID-19 death, and now they're dropping those numbers. I saw specifically that Colorado and Pennsylvania dropped in significant amount of deaths because now they're coming out and saying, well, they had COVID-19, but really they died because of an underlying issue, and we're going to... So it was like initially they were everything was COVID-19, and I think it was truly to freak people out and keep them... I, separated. I, I, I wonder though if uh, if, and this is something that maybe you're never going to get the answer to. If they ha- had cases that people died, is it was it? Is there a uh, monetary value in that to a hospital? Yes, or there is. is. A, I believe there is. Um, so if that's true, then I could see that there's going to be people trumping I, the figures. I up. think that hospitals get a certain amount of money from the government for how many cases they have in their hospital. I yeah. I, I don't. Again, I don't know that for a fact, but I believe I've read that somewhere. So now I'm I'm playing into what we just criticized. <laughs> but uh, you know, the other thing that that was interesting to me um, talking about this um, with social media and everything, you know, I saw a video that there was a guy in scrubs that had like a 20 minute video. Said he was a doctor. Went through this whole thing. This thing got viewed like two million times. Went viral. Everybody was talking about it for a couple of days. Then they come out and say, "Well, that guy's not even actually a doctor." <laughs> and I'm like, "You, you know what? Uh, but there's no it. way to vet that out. You're just going to hear that." Um, yeah, I saw I saw a report, and this one hit home a little bit because my wife does have asthma, a little bit of asthma. But you know, all along they've said if you're a, if you have asthma, you're at a very high risk for this virus just because of the issues it can cause because right. it's. You know, in in the lungs and my mom and had all that. that fear too because she nope. if she gets asthma she can't catch her breath and I think one of the things that Darren my friend who got it said you, you know his oxygen got down to like fifty two percent. Well, I just saw a report on Facebook the other day not saying good. that <laughs> asthma is now not an issue, and I'm like I don't know how well, asthma is an issue even if there wasn't well coronavirus with, with coronavirus <laughs> yeah that that you're not I, mean, I don't think you even want to just get the flu that you're not going to be in any more danger yeah. Yeah, by getting the coronavirus because you have asthma, which has been the opposite of what they've been saying all along. Well, the, they also came out today and said that the wipe down points. Did you see that? Uh-uh. Anything like door handles, the likelihood of getting it from that. It's a person to person disease, not a something you could pick up. But these cleaning companies cleaned up on it. Now, switch the topic just a little bit. There are some booming businesses during this yep. time. Yep. So if you look out there and I was reading this, who's that? That stat people, the Zagat or the Zagat file or there's somebody that does 
statistics oh, and okay. follow statistics yeah. and everything. Well, and they're talking about how our spending changed overnight. Mm-hmm. And carry out diners, even though we say that the, the waitresses yep. did suffer. Yep. But as far as carry out meals, yep. carry out meals were up like 300%. Oh, yeah. The Grub Hubs and, yeah. and, yeah, um, goody or pizzerias goody. have just boomed during yep. this time. So, the, you know, the pizza places are doing great. And there's other places. Cosmetic and beauty, uh, of one of the funny things, cosmetic and beauty places have done great online shopping. Amazon, I'm sure, has oh, yeah. just boomed. No, I'm an Amazon stockholder, and, and it's up uh, like 28, 29% since this all started. Kroger's the same way. It's up significantly. Yeah. Obviously, people hoarding food and that fitness sort of thing. Fitness equipment. Since yep. they can't go to the stores, fitness yep. equipment. Yeah, Peloton big. was one that everybody was saying bye. I told you a few weeks back. We I was at the lake maybe three weeks ago, and uh, there were so many boats on the lake that you couldn't look up. And I had heard that even up here in Kansas, the, uh, our friends Scott and Carrie Nelson had went up to the lake at um, Wilson, maybe. I, one of the lakes here. But they said it was totally packed. Yeah. So I go to Academy Sports in Edmond yesterday, and I go back in the fishing section. Everything's gone. Yeah, Empty. yeah, same at Dick's. Yeah, all the all the uh, you know usually you can buy those, and there's usually a stack of those little paddle boats and things like that. There was one of those in the whole store. All the rest of them were sold out completely. Hmm. So those places are just yeah. booming. Yep, for uh, outdoor and fun equipment and things like that. Well, two weeks ago we were talking about school and and how school changes and and uh, you know obviously that's to be, to be determined. But uh, I saw you know a couple of things over the past week. Uh, Notre Dame announced that they're going to start classes on August tenth, and they're going to be done with the first semester by Thanksgiving break. With the idea that they're going to have a longer break, you don't have people going home, then coming back to campus, then going home, coming back to yep. campus. So they're going to take from that from so that Thanksgiving until Thanksgiving. yeah, from Thanksgiving to sometime past New Year's, and they'll start that second semester. And but you know they they still don't know about spring break yet. That's right. the big question. But I saw that I saw OU announced. I think it was Monday. That and and they were this. I predicted this, so they made me feel pretty good about this. But they said that any classes that are over forty people are now going to be online. Which that's I said your gen ed classes, those big lecture hall classes yep. you get at a big state university like that. There's no reason those things. You sit there and listen to a guy talk for an hour, then you have all these assignments you do. There's no reason that that can't be done right. online. So so they they've announced that that's the case. The other thing that was interesting that I never thought of though that they announced was that. They're going to, the day is going to be longer because usually you start eight and usually by two, three o'clock, usually the classes start to wind down. They're going to stretch them out longer and they're going to stagger instead of all the classes, you know, eight oh five, all those classes be done at nine o'clock and then you have 10 minutes to get to your next one. They're going to stagger them throughout the day. So there's not as many people walking around and in, in across campus and they're going to have a, a longer break in between classes so people can kind of do you distance. ever look back when you're in college and wish that that would have happened when you were in college no get that crap done as fast as i can no, i wanted a bigger break i had a I had oh gen, oh yeah absolutely i had that. a gen ed class i was at at university of central oklahoma and uh i would be on one end of the campus and my next class is 10 minutes on the other end of the campus and you oh, can't drive yeah, yeah. you gotta and hustle so, and i used to think if it's raining, anything like that, yep. uh, I'd, you try to cut through buildings and cut off the rain time. And and uh, 
I got to w- I'd walk through the building like where the math people were, and I think, man, these people are all so much smarter than me. Just yeah. walking through the yeah. building. So I, I, uh, winter time up there. when those when those sidewalks get icy and snowy. Yeah. No way I can you can get to class. Yeah, ten, in ten minutes, minutes. is. Yeah. Uh, of course, they don't give you like high school. You don't get a, in trouble or sent to the principal or anything. But well, I, the, I'm sure I missed a few classes due to the length of time. The other thing that I saw that was interesting is is they announced the NCA Division One announced that that uh, fall sports can start getting together starting June first through June thirtieth. That's all they really have done at this point. But that was men's basketball, women's basketball, and football. So starting June first, they can start getting together. The other sports are to be determined. They will not be starting June 1st. Well, the guinea pig will be Major League Baseball. If we can get Major League Baseball going, now they may still play in front of empty stadiums, um, but um, they're going to be the guinea pig. See if everything's fine, if everything works yeah. out. The, um, and I wish they would get it started. I'm ready for some baseball. I was, yep. You know, we've talked about a few weeks some of the things that we've done that, that uh, during this time that we normally wouldn't have set and done. Uh, Today, Reggie Jackson's three-homer game from the 77 <laughs> World Series was on, and, and I didn't find out. To, it came on at 2.30, and I didn't tape it. I wish I would have. But I sat and watched the uh, 56 World Series, and Don Larson threw the only perfect game. Watched every pitch, believe it or not, every pitch. of the. In all my life, I've heard of the Don Larson game. and yep. Don Larson Finally got to watch it. Switching over and watched uh, tonight when I just left, the 2004 uh, – National League Championship Series between the Cardinals and the Astros. It's on right now as we're talking. Uh, Jeff Kent walked off that night, walk off Homer. But uh, but those things, I I look back and go, man, I forgot about that guy. Forgot that he even was a player on the team. Well, my wife last Saturday got up. We got out of bed, and she decided that she wanted to have a spike ball tournament. Are you familiar with the game spike ball? No. You should go YouTube it. Just go check it out. They have professional leagues. I won't get into the rules. You can just go Google it and and check it out. But she decided she wanted to have a spike ball tournament. Next thing I know... Right here at your house? Yep, right here in my front yard. So next thing I know, we've got... And don't tell the cops because this was illegal at the time. We've got like 20 people here. We've got names in a hat. We've got a double elimination. Oh, there was beer involved in it. Yep. Oh, there were some kids though. We had we had some middle school kids. We had uh, uh, one what one two three four five six seven kids, something like that. Yeah. Oh, we're now counting a couple other ones, maybe nine. So now we had quite a few kids over. Um, neighbors came over. It was uh, go look at my front yard when we leave. It was it's tore up right now. I'm not happy about that. But yeah, so she just got up and decided we were gonna have a spike ball tournament on Saturday. And by God, we did. So I, I just pulled it up on YouTube, and yes, I've seen this on ESPN, the yep. Ocho. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, um, you know, you're talking about watching. Um, oh, got a little, like, music going on there. You're talking about things watching on TV. So d- have you uh, checked out any of the Bulls? Um, Jordan documentary no, that's been going on? I, I've read more about it than I've watched. I did watch tonight whenever uh, – Steve Kurtuck, the winning shot uh, in their fifth title, I believe. Yep. Yeah, that would have been their fifth title. Um, and then at the uh, at the ceremony, the parade, Steve Kerr said that he's sick of having to bail yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah, now. I saw that. Yeah, but but uh, 
from what I've heard from everybody, it's just unbelievable. Watch him, and you you remember how good he was. Yeah, it it is. It I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two arguments, one for each, because watching it, I enjoyed it. It brought it back. I, I was a huge Michael Jordan fan. Um, watching it, watching like the dunk contest, uh, we used to sit around and watch when All Star Weekend in the NBA used to be a big deal. Watching those games, watching him hit that shot against the Cavaliers. Uh, I mean, just all that stuff just brought me back to when I was a kid and I used to sit and watch him on TV whenever WGN was playing a game or something. The interesting thing about it, though, um, was he had the final... My understanding is that he had pretty much the final say in what went into that documentary. He had a couple of good buddies of his that were the executive directors of the series. Yeah, And so uh, there's some... I don't know if stains are the right word, but there's some things that Jordan did in his career that they touched on, but they didn't really go into depth on them. You know, all these people have said for years he was a horrible teammate to play with. Um, you know, practices, they get into fights. Those and stuff. guys didn't get to come on, I'm sure. And some, I mean, most of them did I haven't not. Watched, I haven't yeah, watched. Most of them did not. So you know, Horace Grant. There was a big deal about him. You know, Jordan blaming him leaking some information for a book that came out that was very negative towards Jordan. And he's come out and said, I never said any of that stuff. You know, Jordan's donated shoes to my foundation and stuff. I mean, it's just, you don't know what to believe. And and every documentary, and, and I have this conversation with my wife, every documentary is funded by somebody. And that somebody wants to get their point across. So they're going to make it in their favor. Well, and I'm I sure truly Jordan, think this did. Yeah, that's true. There's a there's a guy out, you know, Charles Barkley has has criticized yep. Jordan just about the way he's a general manager. Right, basketball. with the Wizards, yeah. And and they don't talk now. Right, and so Jordan, Jordan yeah. just excommunicated yeah. himself from him, and he said, uh, and Barkley says to this day, hey, I would have said that about anybody. I didn't say anything about how great Jordan the player was. He's just not a very good general manager. Right. But Jordan's got the kind of ego that, and this is what Bar- Barkley said, he surrounded himself with yes men yep. and tell you how great you are all the time, and you're not supposed to step up and say that uh, anything bad about him, or else you're yeah. not in the inner circle anymore. Well, the the two things I would point out to anybody that hasn't hasn't watched it yet, one of these is a spoiler, not really, but the whole flu game that against the Utah that yeah. last year, it was oh the flu game, Jordan's got the flu, so basically in the, in the documentary, Jordan says he was food poisoned by some pizza delivery guys in Utah. So that was kind of interesting that, it, according to him, it was never the flu and that it was food poisoning. But the other thing that... So the media didn't tell the truth again. Well, right? yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where all that came from. But the other thing is, if, if you don't watch any of the documentary, um, episode seven, the last about three or four minutes, go check that out. Go listen to what he says. Episode I'm, seven. Episode seven. Because I'm telling you right now, listening to him, because he did break down at the end of that when he's talking. He's basically talking about um, who he can relate to. And if you can't do this as my teammate, I don't want you as a teammate. Um, I, I'm I'm horribly paraphrasing what he said. But it gave me goosebumps listening to him talk about it. So if, if you don't watch anything else and, and, and you've heard that he's a bad teammate and all that kind of stuff, just go watch that part. It's very interesting. The other thing that I have to I have to say something about real quick is this has gone viral as well, but the have you seen any of the Some Good News SGN TV that John Krasinski from Love The it. Office? Yeah, so yeah. I think it's great. 
the the wedding one. I, I watched so, the whole wedding yeah, one. That was and real his cool. Good news is just hilarious. Uh, if you've not watched it, and I I don't know if I just stumbled across it by somebody had posted something on Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. Um, but it is he is hilarious, and he gets the rest of the, the some of the people from the office involved in it yeah. as well. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So I, I did want to go back on the on the Jordan thing. So I did see that. And we'll probably, I think we'll have some conversations about this over the next few podcasts, but they have a, some 30 for 30s that are coming up. They're even pretty good. They have one coming up with Lance Armstrong that I think is a two week, two day thing. I think two Sundays. Um, they've got one about the McGuire Sosa season. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to be all over that one. I remember watching save that base, season. Save so. baseball and threw them under the bus. <laughs> yeah. And then I think there's one on Bruce Lee that's coming up too, that I think will be very interesting. You know, so. at the time that Sammy and Mark McGuire did that, there was a waning interest in baseball. Absolutely. And it was. was falling apart. Those two guys put baseball on their back and brought it back to where it was back in prominence. Why do you think they let it get to where it was before right. anything happened? Because yeah. they knew what was going on and they knew it was saving but everybody's if butt. Ever, if you haven't watched anything on Netflix about, if you're a baseball fan like I am, go to Netflix and find the, the uh, show about ju- called Juiced, where uh, yeah. it's all about the A Rod juicing and everything. But, but pretty much everyone in baseball was at the time. And pretty much baseball knew about it and turned their eye, like I said, with Sammy. You know Sammy and Mark McGuire were. Uh, they're not going to ever admit it. Or maybe they both have admitted it. I don't know. I know Sammy would even cork his bat sometimes. It didn't bother him. You got anything uh, You got anything like a story of the week? I, I don't. Did, I read an inter- – I mean, I just run across this little funny story out in Utah. Mom and a son got in a little argument. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, the five-year-old said, told his mom he wanted a Lamborghini. And mom said, no way, you're not, you know, whatever. He went out and got in the car and took off driving down the interstate as a five-year-old. Oh, was weaving in traffic. When the cop pulled him over, he's on the interstate. He pulled over into the left lane, just pulled over calmly. The cop gets out and walks up there thinking he's going to go up and find a, a, a drunk or something. Right. A five-year-old's driving the car, Dri- family car, the, car the family <laughs> cruiser. And, he, and the, the cop asked him, and you, I think you can hear it on the microphone if you watch the, the thing where his thing's taping. He said uh, his mom told him he couldn't have a Lamborghini, so he was headed to California to get one. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Five years old. That's good. No, I would just, you know, I don't really have a story of the week. I would just say I'll, I'll post a link to this on our Facebook page as well, but uh, something came out today that I thought was pretty cool. So, um, if you, if you don't know about this and, and if you don't have a middle school kid at South middle school, you probably don't, but South middle has a guitar class. So I think they got a grant a few years ago, um, and bought a whole bunch of guitars. So they have a guitar class. And I've mentioned this on this podcast before that Morgan's been in that class and then you can do it in seventh grade. And then in eighth grade, there's an advanced guitar class and, you have to do well in your class in seventh grade, and and basically the the teacher chooses, I believe, who's going to be in that advanced class. Yeah. So we got word this week that Morgan made the class, so that was a big deal because yeah. we didn't know what was going to happen with missing the last two months of school and all that, you know. But what was really cool was they released a video today. I'll post a link to it on Facebook um, where they did Hotel California. So they did one about a month ago. It was Stand by Me. It was all over. Wichita News was interviewing them. It was all over the media here in in, in Kansas. Um, they just did another one they released. I think it was yesterday, uh, Hotel California, where every one of them recorded their own part by themselves on Zoom and then sent them all in, and then they edited all 
30 or 40 kids or whatever it is together. It's a really, really cool video for a bunch of eighth graders. It's the it's the eighth grade advanced class that did it. That and Morgan Morgan would South. be in next year at South okay. Middle School. Yep. Yeah, that's neat. So yeah, it's a pretty cool deal. I'll I'll post a link to that. Uh, um, and uh, I wish I could go be in the class with her. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I I never had an opportunity like that when does I was she, a kid. Uh, so. Does she have a guitar here at home? She does. Yep. Yep. We were able to. Uh, her her Kelly's dad had a guitar. Um, yeah. And uh, when he passed away, it was sold, and. When she took this class, we thought, well, she's going to want – you got to practice at home. It's one of those things. You yeah. can't just spend 30 minutes at school. You're going to have to practice if you want to be good at it and make that eighth grade, that advanced class. So we were able to – we knew who bought that guitar, so we were able to to get it back from them. They were they were gracious enough to to let us get that guitar back, and so she's she's got her grandfather's guitar that she's been playing on. So Well, throughout life, I had always thought if I didn't – didn't get to be Mariana Rivera, <laughs> which you did not. I didn't get that. <laughs> that uh, that I'd like to be Merle Haggard, and yeah. uh, and so I spend probably I would say five hours a week playing my guitar. I play it all the time. I'm still terrible at it, and so yeah. that's why I always think yeah. I wish I could go back and take lessons. Yeah, because I only took lessons in my whole life, maybe three months, and. Uh, Everything else that you do, you know, you can do YouTube videos or you can just about do anything online. But having a teacher that you're sitting in front of, it it would makes you so much better because you have oh, yeah. to do yep. the the things. And so all I do is just play old country music mostly. But uh, but the guitars. Yep. I wish everybody that um, should pick one up. I actually never even picked another one up till the um, thirty one years old. I took lessons when I was a little kid, maybe for a few weeks at our little school. Never picked one up again till I was 30, and I was single at the time. Bored of life, couldn't find a wife or a girlfriend. So I thought, well, I'm just going to get myself a guitar. <laughs> and, uh, and boy, you can, you can have a love affair with a guitar. So I'm glad she's doing it. She'll enjoy it the rest of her life. Well, and a girl playing a guitar, whoo, a yeah. boy don't like that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, I've tried to. I mean, I've... I've talked about it hundreds of times about trying to take some lessons, learning. Hey, what do you want for your birthday? Hey, what about if I, we got a guitar and some guitar lessons? I've just never pulled the trigger on it. Yeah. So I, it's a, I it's definitely a fun regret thing that. That you can spend time. Uh, we did see these, you know, the girls playing guitar in Nashville. Yeah. Some of those girls are just unbelievable. Yep. I, I, I love to watch them yep. play. Well, we got Memorial Day weekend coming up this weekend, getting towards the end of the podcast. Um, with that in mind, first off, I want to thank all of the men and women. Um, who've died while serving this country and in, in the armed forces for sure. But uh, Philip, any plans this weekend? The uh, big long Memorial well, Day weekend. We'll uh, we'll head back to the lake. Another now. The bad news is I think the storms are going to be rolling yeah. through, and I think they're going to be from Nebraska to Texas. Yep. Um, so hopefully there'll be some bright spots in there. There's a little good news out there in Salina Radio this week. Uh, Randy Picking is going to cover all severe weather that comes through. And ever since oh, I yeah. moved to Salina. Yeah, that voice. Ever since I yep. moved to Salina, I've listened to Randy yep. Picking on the, you know, back home I had Gary England got up here. Now, Randy's not quite as big as Gary England, but, <laughs> but you know, it was, it, it was good. To, I saw it today on Facebook that he was going to cover good. severe weather. Yep. Fortunately, we haven't had much severe weather yet, but yeah. it's that, it's, it's going to come. Time. Yep. Well, yeah, It'll it's. Uh, I've listened to him many times while sitting in the basement of our house, wondering what the heck's going yep. on out there. So, so, are you doing anything fun for the weekend? No, nothing at all. Um, 
Nope. Oklahoma's uh, open, and you're always welcome. Yep. No, I think uh, Morgan's going to have a pool party with some friends Saturday. I think it's supposed to get a little bit warm Saturday if the the rain stays away. Your pool's looking good? Uh, So far, yep. So, Mine is a cloudy mess right yeah, now. I started seeing some algae the last couple of yep. days. I've been I've been on top of that. But uh no, she likes to have a kind of an end of the year pool party with some friends, so I think she's gonna do that. And uh I'm gonna try to stay away from the murder hornets if I can. <laughs> I haven't seen any, but I had a huge moth land at our house the other day and I told the kids that could be uh that could be one of those because they didn't know what it was. And I said, well, get away from it, it might be a murder <laughs> hornet. Yeah. Well, Again, uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Rustin, over at Thrivent Financial. If, if you or someone you know is looking for some financial advice or need help with retirement planning, give him a call, reach out to him via email, go stop by if he's in the office, whatever you need to do. Um, I'm sure he'd be more than happy to chat with you. And, and as I've mentioned before in previous podcasts, I promise that any advice that he would give you, he's going to have you and your family's best interests in, in mind. So if you're looking for any kind of financial advice, uh, anything like that, please uh, give him a shout and let, let him know we sent you. Phil, any parting thoughts before we go? No, just, uh, you know, it's, it is Memorial Day, and I know a lot of people visit their, their graves, grave sites, things like that. So um, be careful and out doing those things. And like Kevin said, uh, thank you to all the, the veterans and the, the people who's died in, uh, for us. And this is the uh, point of the podcast at the end here where I would tip- typically ask you to, to subscribe go do this, go do that. But I've just got one simple request for everybody. This weekend, if you're listening to our podcast, if you like the podcast, you know somebody you think you might be in, who might be interested in listening to it, uh, don't, please let them know about it or share it on your Facebook page. Um, we're, we're definitely uh, getting up there in listens. We're not quite, I don't know if you saw Joe Rogan uh, just switched. He, he does a video along with his podcast, and it's been on YouTube. And Spotify just wrapped up a, a exclusive deal with him, and uh, I don't even. I think it said like he had like a hundred million listens or something Good like Lord. that per co- per podcast. So we're about ninety nine million listens short of that. So <laughs> if you could help us out and get us that last million, we'd we'd really you, appreciate you were, it. You were going to uh, ask a question each week. Were you going to go to question two oh, or skip till next week? I was week? just going to do that when we had the guests when we when, guests. and we were asking them Man, those I questions. I can't wait to get so. another special guest. Those so. are the fun days. If you're yep. tired of listening to us talk about coronavirus, we're going to try not to even bring it up yep. next next episode. Well, maybe maybe we can try to get the mayor on here. I, I uh, Preston, who uh, our well, teacher. Well, we'll end up having to talk about it. Well, we'll talk about it, but we'll have fun. And, and uh, there are hopefully maybe by two weeks from now, there'll be some updates on the golf course thing. I saw they put another yep. moratorium out because the, the development committee or whatever hasn't been able to meet because of this. So maybe we'll have some, some updates there. I know, you know the government's obviously starting to, to open. They made some announcements on, on parks and things like that. So maybe I can get uh, Preston to, to get his father-in-law to, to get on the podcast with us. So And maybe by our next podcast, we'll have some update on the uh, KU probation violation. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that, but I'm going to get it. Uh, I wanted to talk about that this week, but I want to get a KU point of view side of the story i don't want it to sound like i'm just going to sit here and rail on ku for an hour so and i'm not going to because i love bill self he's a fellow oklahoma (laughs) oklahoma state boy (laughs) so well thanks for putting up with us and we'll be back in in a couple weeks with episode number 17 thank you for listening to the kevin and philip project podcast if you would like more information about our podcast guests and to join in on the discussion please visit our facebook page www.facebook.com slash Kevin Phillip Project. 
If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe to our podcast and tell your friends about us.